Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cincinnati Sports Review. My name is Eric. My name's Nick. And today we're going to be talking over the last two road wins for the Cincinnati Bengals. Nick, two pretty complete, pretty uh, pretty good road wins. Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, I think our our offense has really found um, found a rhythm now. Um, defense has picked it up a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think things are looking good right now. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing to talk about right now is obviously injuries. So, you know, we haven't played with Chase since the Falcons game in week seven. And they're 3-1 and one without him. Um, so they've been able to, you know, not depend on him like other Bengals teams have needed to depend on star wide receivers in the past. Um, and the caveat, you know, we're going into Tennessee on the road without him and starting running back Joe Mixon. They were able to come away with a a pretty, pretty well-deserved win. So you want to talk about that game first? Yeah, we can talk about the most recent game. Sure. Let's talk about Tennessee. All right. Um, I think watching the defense was uh was it was pretty amazing seeing them like completely stop Derrick Henry in the run game. Completely stop Derrick Henry in the run game. Yeah, that um you know, it doesn't show up in the stats, but uh, just watching the game, uh you see the big difference DJ Reader makes in the run game. Oh no, it shows up in the stats all right. They were hemorrhaging run yards when he wasn't in there now. You know, they shut down Derrick Henry. I don't think they gave up that many rushing yards to Najee Harris the week before. I'm going to confirm that. Yeah, 90 for 90 yards on 20 carries and two touchdowns. That is quite a bit, but <laughs> that, that's a, we'll get we'll talk about the Pittsburgh game in a little bit. But, but the Steelers yeah, game, they had a really good game plan. Um, all the D linemen really stepped up in that game, and they pretty much dominated. Um, I think Henry was hit in the backfield like, at least half of his touches. Yeah. So they were sending corners. They were they were doing everything to stop this guy from getting going. And I'm glad they you know, I mean he had that really big catch play that went for what was that like like 69 yards, which is a lot. Uh but other than that, they definitely contained him. But that was the that was the game plan. We were, you know, trying to make them beat us with the passing. Yeah, and they didn't do that. Nope. Like Tannehill's numbers are like okay. He threw didn't a lot because they couldn't get anything going on the on the run, but right. they just couldn't and convert. They couldn't convert. He almost said 300 yards, but he didn't turn the ball over. Only got sacked once. So he, I think he would play it an okay game, but not like an outstanding game. Yeah, Burrow, I mean, that's why it's hard to win with those kind of quarterbacks though. On the other hand, Burrow had almost a exact same stat line. Minus, uh, he did have a passing touchdown to Higgins, um, but a little bit worse completion percentage and a little bit worse yardage. I mean, those those are all just arbitrary numbers. That was a very good game, you though. Know. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. All I'm saying is, numbers-wise, they were, they were pretty comparable. But, you know, we got some good movement on the ground. P. Ryan had a solid day. Travion Williams had a solid day. Yes, he did. Coming in, yeah, getting some touches. 
You're waiting. You were waiting on that. Yeah, I mean, he was a dynamic player in college, and he just hasn't. You know, he's always been behind a bunch of really good running backs. Yeah. Um, but you you see, he's he had pretty much every time he touched the ball, it was pretty, uh, pretty successful. Right. He had two carries for 18 yards, which is pretty good, and one catch for 24 yards, which is also pretty good. So I think overall, solid solid numbers on the ground. Yeah. He also uh, returned kicks and uh, did pretty good there. Did he return any kicks? I don't know that. Uh, I know that what's his name is the kick return. You're right. He did. He returned one kick for 14 yards. Yeah, solid. Um, but, yeah, I was mostly impressed by the defense. I, I think uh, Anarumo, his scheming has gotten a lot better this year. Uh, maybe it's because he has the players he wants now. But, um, you know, I would, I'm would. i going to counterpoint that. I think he had the same players as he did last year. Because I think, what, do we bring back, like, the entire defense? Oh, I think all the defensive starters, right? Am I missing something? Say that again. All the def- all the defensive starters from last year, I think it, they're all the same. Um, I think the only difference is a couple, like, depth players, like rookies, safeties, etc. The depth players are really important, though, for a defense because you don't you, – you switch out players a lot more often. Leo, I'm I'm saying, you know, year to year, yeah, he's got the players that he wants, but I think now they're just playing better. I don't think they're necessarily all playing better. I think I think I think it's a lot of the scheme because if you look at these individual players and their ratings, like we're still really struggling in the secondary. Okay. Um, our pass coverage is really bad. Basically, <laughs> doesn't help your top corners hurt. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say you're. I'll, I'll, it's an interesting point you make. Uh, points against as of right now, we're thirteenth in the league at about twenty-one points a game. Last year we were seventeenth in the league at twenty-two point one. So we're we're a little bit better on the defensive side just from that number alone. Nice. Yeah. So going from bottom half to top half, real improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this has kind of been a topic of discussion um, about stealing coaches. Do you think Lou Amarudo has going to get himself some nice off-season interviews for head coaching jobs next year? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him getting okay. any. I don't. I don't think he will. I don't know if either Callahan or Amarudo got phone calls. I think at that point. Most head coaching searches were done by the time the Super Bowl was over, so I don't know if they even got phone calls or not. But um, I think at this point, it would be a little surprising if they if you didn't hear them at least taking an interview. I'd just be surprised for Anarumo. I don't think he's had any real head coaching experience, and I, th- I think that isn't this his first like D coordinator position. Uh, he was a D coordinator in 2015 for a little bit. I believe that may be an interim role. Um, and then he's been the D coordinator for here since 2019. So as soon as Taylor got here, he's been the defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah he I was mean, interim. He's still super, like, fresh, <laughs> at least at the NFL level, I think, to being a, yeah, you know, overall coach. 
Yeah, if you look at his coaching record, he's been coaching since 1989. Um, but this is all, you know, it's collegiate level from 89 to 2011. None of them are head coaching roles. Then you've got defensive back down in Miami and now head coach, or not head coach, defensive coordinator here in Cincinnati. So, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have that kind of experience to be a head coach, but it, either way, I, th- I feel like you could. St- teams may make a phone call. Yeah, it's possible. I, I really don't think so with Brian Callahan either. Yeah, I think that would be a little bit more detrimental because I think, I think this little nucleus they got here of Taylor Callahan, Joe Burrow, I think it works pretty well. They can move the ball, um, as well as any other team. They are fifth in the league in scoring offense. So as far as you know, having a good core put together, I think it would be more detrimental if we lost him rather than Amarulo. Anarumo. Anarumo? Yes. I don't know Anna why you Rumo. struggle with that so much. Do I, I don't know why I struggle. Isn't, isn't Amarulo like that drink with the elephant on it? Yeah. Uh, no, that's Amarulo. Oh, okay. Well, our D coordinator, I'll just say. I'll call him Lou. I can say that. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else in terms of the Titans game you want to talk about? Uh, it was just a tough game. I, I enjoyed it. It was back and forth. Uh, it was a it was a big win. It was a must win. I think. <laughs> yeah. And you know I think all these games are going to be must wins. But. Yeah, we talked about you know they had more or less a more cupcake first half schedule and a brutal brutal back end. You know, going into Pittsburgh and winning it's a tough win. Going into number one defense, Titans on the road is a tough win. And you got Kansas City coming up this week. Uh, that'll be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, Kansas City's playing well right now, too. Yeah, they're they're the first seed, I believe. What is their uh, – what they've been doing lately? How about five wins in a row? Pretty tough. Yeah, and some solid teams they beat. They beat the 49ers. They beat the Titans that we just beat. Uh, went to the Chargers and won there. Beat the defending Super Bowl champs. They're playing so. like the Chiefs. Yeah, they're. <laughs> yeah, they've. Yeah, I, I think they're. You know, it's it's kind of like last year though. You know, um, it's gonna really see where we are um, if we can beat them again. Yeah, and that'll kind of dictate what happens towards the end of the year because, you know, you'll get Deshaun Watson back in his second game here in Cincinnati. I bet the boos are going to be flying for that one. Um, At Tampa Bay, you know, they're not looking as good as everybody thought they were. Um, Patriots aren't as good as people thought they were. Bills will definitely be tough, and then that Ravens game – I think I think that's going to decide the division. The Ravens game. Yeah, I think they can. I heard somewhere they got if they win the next three out of the next six and finish ten and seven, they'll have a they'll pretty much be guaranteed to make the playoffs. I don't know if that's true or not, um, but you know, we've seen what they this playoff team can do on the road. Well, but playing at home would be much better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be a tough game. But, yeah, you never really know what's going to happen. The Ravens, you know, just lost one. (laughs) 
To the Jaguars. To Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna go out in here and say that all these games are like absolute gonna wins, but I feel better going into the bye than I did. Or I feel better now than we were going into the bye. You know, we two tough road wins. Um makes you feel a lot better. I feel about the same, cautiously optimistic, probably around the same place I felt last year going into this. Okay. I mean, there's still a lot of tough games coming up, and, you know, we don't have the tiebreaker. Right now. Um, it'll it'll be – I mean, we may need some luck. Let me see who Baltimore finishes with. Because I know we're division-wise 1-3. And they are, they beat us, they beat the Browns, and they, they have to play the Steelers twice. So, right now they stand at 2-0 and with four division games in their last, like, five games. So, I think that'll be really telling. I do think Pittsburgh's pretty much out of it. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be able to beat Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. They They... Beat up on the Colts pretty well last night. I mean, the Colts aren't good. <laughs> I mean, they're playing better than they were with the for for some reason they got that Jeff Saturday as their head coach, and it's like that was like just stupid enough to work, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of working so far, given you know all the things. Given <laughs> yeah, given the circumstances, it is better than you know they are who we thought they were. Tell you what, the rest of their games are all one o'clock games, so. We'll know pretty early in the day how we're how they're gonna do, and then we've got on the on the books two games at four o'clock, one game at eight thirty. So we'll know when half these games kick off where they'll stand on the day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about that Pittsburgh game? A little sure. Bit? Um, I fucking hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh boy. So it was good to go in there and get that win. It was uh, it was looking a little ugly in the first half, I thought. Yeah. Um, but that's and they were up twenty to seventeen. Well, we've seen games like this where it's they play Pittsburgh. They'll go into halftime, you know, give or take three points ahead or behind. And then the second half comes out in Pittsburgh. Just they get all the calls, flags are flying, and they come away with the win. Not this time. Yeah. A lot of scoring. Man, you, there really, there really hasn't been a whole lot of high-scoring games like this in like I want to say like fifteen years. It's certainly been a while. I mean, our offense is is very powerful. I think. Yeah. Like the games we played last year, yeah, we scored forty one, but didn't we only give up like ten to them? So that's not. I'm talking. I'm talking like total aggregate scoring. Yeah. Like there really hasn't been a high scoring game like this in this series since like I want to say Carson Palmer in two thousand five. Probably, hasn't been as competitive. I would say. <laughs> hasn't been as competitive or high scoring. There were some wins in between two thousand five and. Let's say twenty twenty. There's not many of them, um, but the wins that we have are definitely low scoring games. Yeah, but you know, I think this was a good game. Um, 
pretty much ever since the Cleveland game, um, our offense has shown that we, you know, have weapons pretty much everywhere. And, yeah. Um, they've been able to spread it out a lot better. Yeah, it doesn't seem like I, – I never thought our offense was solely reliant on Chase. I always seemed like he was that kind of piece to put them over the edge from being okay to great. But in his absence, they really distribute the ball really well. Like, you know, Mixon had, you know, five touchdowns in the Panthers game. Pirine had three receiving touchdowns in the Steelers game. Higgins had a great game against Tennessee. So they're, they're, every game is somebody new who's really stepping up. And it's not like, you know, let's let's turn the clock back. And it's like we got to throw it to A.J. Green and that's it because there's nobody else who can really step up because they didn't have anybody who could step up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, we're just, you know, moving the ball a lot and everyone's playing well with the opportunity. There's opportunities they're getting. Um, Trent Irwin got his first touchdown. That was a great play. Yeah, great play. Um, he had another great play against Tennessee on that sideline catch. Looked like vintage Chad Johnson on that. Yeah, I did not think that was a catch at first. Oh, I thought it was. I've seen I've seen Chad do that too many times. I think it wasn't to to not think it wasn't a catch. Um, another game that Travion Williams played well on kick return. Was it the Pittsburgh game? Yeah. He did. Wow. Oh my gosh. Five five returns. Uh hundred and twenty four yards. I guess he's the kick returner now. Yeah. Overall. Um, I guess good with, game. Yeah, that's that's solid. I just wasn't I don't know, I just didn't know he was the kick returner. I for some reason thought it was still Chris Evans. Uh no. Where's he Isn't at? He injured? No, he was injured one game, but he played in the beginning of the, I want to say it was the Pittsburgh game, and he got a penalty, and we really didn't see him for the rest of the game. That could have been, no, wait, that was the Tennessee game. He had like a offensive pass interference on a pick play, and he really didn't see him at the end of the year. And people were calling for him to start over Mixon. Yeah, he has a knee injury. But He's, he had a knee injury okay. for the Steelers game. He's probably just been fighting a knee injury. If you're fighting a knee injury, you probably don't want to go out on kick returns. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. Hen- uh, Travion Henderson, these two games played pretty well in the in the roles that he was playing in. Yeah. What was I going to say? Damn it. <laughs> it's, there's a lot less to talk about when you win. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's well, like, oh, to be great. mad about, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. I really don't have anything to be mad. I about. I think the O line has held up pretty well, um, considering the two defenses we went up against. Um, yeah. Yeah, they did not play too bad. They held up. Yeah, last year nine sacks against. Um, nine sacks against Tennessee. This year just the one, pretty good. Um, we put up 37 points against Pittsburgh. You got to have good old line play to put up a lot of points like that. So and yeah, we, they definitely. It was pretty crazy. We well. overcame the turnover difference too. Yeah, isn't there like a thing where if we don't, if we it was like the first game Burrow won where they had a negative turnover differential. Maybe. I wouldn't remember that, but this was a this was a. We gave up two picks, and I think we got a fumble. 
So technically, this one was uh, we were down one on this. Yeah, I don't think we do we. I don't think no Pickett didn't turn the ball over against us. So, huh? Never mind. Uh, just keep, we'll keep going. <laughs> Are you okay, Eric? I'm a, I'm fine. We're all good. <laughs> Okay. Um, so what else you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I just can't be mad about the play so far. Um, especially, you know, us talking about how difficult these games are going to be. And then to end out the year, I think it's still going to be a tough road. Um, oh, yeah. Just because we looked, I think we looked better doesn't mean it isn't going to be tough. Yeah. I think Kansas City is going to be the hardest team again that we play in this last half. So. Oh, yeah. Um, even if we drop this one, I, I don't think it's, you know, time to freak out again. Um, yeah. I, I do think, you know, I think, I, I don't know. I think we're going to win some of these, and I think it's going to come down to that Baltimore game too. Yeah, I agree. I think it will come down to that Baltimore game. Um, I'm, I don't want to – I don't know. I feel more confident of us beating Buffalo. They seem way more beatable than Kansas City, but at the same time, we are, you know, under this combo of Burrow and Zach Taylor, we are, you know, two and zero against them. Don't want to jinx them, but I mean that's tough. You know. Andy Reid and Mahomes. It's very tough to to out scheme him twice like that. Yeah, uh, it's still crazy to think that the only team to beat, the only teams to beat Mahomes at home in the playoffs are. You know Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. I mean, it makes sense. I I do, I do think that Mahomes is still like you know I I think the best quarterback in the league right now, um, and he's playing like it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's still the best. I think I think Burrow's definitely top three. I would go Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Brady, uh, Tom Brady, fuck <laughs> Joe Burrow. Why did I say that? <laughs> I got my wires crossed. Oh boy. You think Tom Brady's playing better than Joe Burrow right now? No, I don't think that. I have my wires that's, crossed. That's no, I think it's <laughs> Mahomes, Josh Freudian Allen, Joe Burrow. There. I think those are three best. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that was. I uh, right now, yeah, I think I think Burrow is third. Um Yeah, I'm not even gonna even try to compare career stats of Tom no, Brady yeah, against anybody stats. else. <laughs> Maybe like Peyton Manning and Joe Montana. I mean, Tom Brady isn't playing bad this year. The Buccaneers are playing bad. <laughs> Your team, their team is very bad. That whole fucking division is trash. Yeah. I think every team's like a game or two under five hundred. A, lo- a lot of division or a lot of like big teams are underperforming actually. Yeah, I think we had our little underperforming part of the year when we uh, started zero and two. Uh. Let me look at let's see what Tom Brady's up to. Okay, sixty six percent completion percentage. I guess that's okay. Um for him. Three thousand yards, fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions. That looks pretty good to me. Yeah, he's not playing bad. No. But uh he's getting beat up back there. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's old. They're losing a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I just I don't know if he's gonna stick around much longer. Yeah, no, I think um What's interesting is, as it stands right now, the only Bengal quarterback to beat Tom Brady, who's been playing since, again, like 2000, uh, was when we beat him in 2013. 
this will be the f- the next opportunity to do that to beat Tom Brady in if he's not injured three weeks, assuming he's still playing. Um, so that'll be nice for Burrow to you know add his name to that list. I mean, he can't. You know, he didn't he didn't play against Peyton Manning, so you can't like <laughs> say that. Oh, he did that. No. Um, but you know, you you say you beat Tom Brady. That looks good on your resume. I don't care who. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Um. Nick, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I got something I want to talk Go about. Go for it. Okay, we're going to pivot a little bit. College football. Oh, fickle. Here we go. You know, I think you know what's going yeah. Did you hear about yeah. that? Wasn't that just like yesterday or this morning? <laughs> that was like two days ago. S- Sunday. I don't know what fucking day it is. It was so weird because, you know, the big, big home game on Friday to, you know, if they win, they'll host the AACC or, yeah, AAC championship. You know, a solid, uh, solid game, and then I go out and lose it. Nothing happens on Saturday, and then I woke up, and it's like, oh, Luke Fickle is rumored to be, you know, going to Wisconsin. And then, like, within hours, it was like it's already confirmed. <laughs> like it was, it was like the fastest Keep turnaround. Going. Like I remember when, when Brian, when it happened with Brian Kelly, it was over the course of like a full week. Like it was like, oh, you know. Oh, uh, Notre Dame's rumored. Oh, he, he's not going to take it. Oh, he goes to these events. Oh, he says he's not going to take it. Uh, and Saturday comes around. Oh, he's taking it. So, for that, for it to go from, you know, uh, a rumor to fully confirmed within like four hours, kind of jarring. Was that a lot? <laughs> Were you upset? What, what do you mean it was a lot? No, I wasn't. I wasn't either su- upset or surprised. The only thing that really like was like whoa was the the timing of it all no because like i said it went it went from from a rumor to like announced confirmed in like four hours right i may be over exaggerating that time frame um but i saw a lot of people were mad about it i'm not i'm not really mad it's it's a much different situation than other coaches leaving that we've had coaches leave first off he stuck around for six years that's double what Brian Kelly and um, Butch Jones stuck around for, and Mark Tressel, not Mark Tressel, um, Mark D'Antonio. The, those guys all stuck around for three years and then booted. You know, he stuck around probably longer than a coach of his quality probably should have, but he was able to accomplish some really cool things. Oh yeah. So I mean, he got us to the. The playoff, the college football playoff, yeah. Uh, uh, a, a group of five team, you know, made it a college football and playoff. And that was fucking played great. well in one half, <laughs> and played well for three quarters. That game was seventeen six at the end of the third quarter. Now, anyone who watches that game would tell you that that game was over <laughs> at that point. But on paper, I think you've told if you if you if you go into the fourth quarter and Joe Burrow's down six to seventeen. You don't think the game's over. Um, but anyone who watched it knew that game was over by that point. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty competitive game for three quarters. And then they tacked on an extra 10 to end the game. But you, you could tell just by Nick Saban, who's probably the most qualified person 
to talk about college football programs said that they that was a tough game that was not easy they deserved to be there um yeah i think other teams who were a group of five who were who would have wanted to get in at any point in the last 10 years you know may not have gotten that kind of praise right i mean he did he's done a really good job here he's definitely deserving Uh, of a bigger role right and it makes me wonder maybe it was a situation i heard i kind of heard some rumors that after he got hired that some recruits were like something didn't seem right when i visited him visited cincinnati last that's what led to a decommitment to the school maybe he you know saw how well he was doing went for a pay raise you see wouldn't budge so you got the leverage you might as well take it exactly um it it's definitely not like I don't think the timing's bad. It's before the bowl game, which I personally don't like. I wish coaches would finish off their season to the end before jumping ship, and maybe in the future things will change. But as it stands right now, you know, it's like we don't even know the bowl. They're they're not guaranteed. They're probably not even ranked anymore. So they'll probably get a solid bowl game, but nothing to like, you know. it's, It's not like he's leaving before the college football playoffs. Right. It just sucks for the program, but I'm sure they'll find somebody. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I can't tell you if they're ever going to get back to this mountaintop again. You know, going to the Big Twelve. In in that regard, it's kind of bad timing because they'll have to kind of rebuild as they're facing tougher opponents. But it'll be tough. I, I mean, they're going to lose some that. players, and I think they already lost a bunch of commits. Like, I'm sure they lost a few commits. I'm sure some players are entering the transfer portal. Um, there's going to be seniors who are graduating, so in that respect, they're going to rebuild. But at least it's not like the like the basketball program where they're fucking rebuilding like every year. It's like, hey, would you like another rebuild? It's like, no, I, I'm not. I didn't even think we were done with the last one. <laughs> ah, so it's, like it's weird in a sports. Yeah, well, in a sport that like, you know, your your players at most are only going to be there for four years. Like, <clears throat> it's weird how much the well, – I'm totally going off topic. It's weird how much the basketball program seems to just keep rebuilding. Um, but, yeah, for – I don't know. You was, haven't mentioned that basketball at, program recently. There's, n- there's really nothing to talk <laughs> about. They're not very good. Ah, <laughs> uh, they've been getting crushed. Yeah, they had a couple uh, – they went to some – Maui Invitational lost the first two. They beat Louisville though, so that's kind of nice because that's a little rivalry we have. But, um, you know, lose to Ohio State always bitter, always makes me upset. Always hurts that one. Yeah, that one. Um, and they lost to NKU. Okay. <laughs> so it, it's yeah, tough, I'll be like, mad for, if they lose to Miami. That, that's when I'll be mad. Yeah. I mean, they might. They only beat them. They only beat them in their <laughs> house last year by one point. Uh, that, was, that was a little scary there. <laughs> that was yeah, very worrisome. That was not a very high offensive output basketball game. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, it's going back to football. Like it's tough. It sucks. I'm not mad about it. Maybe because I'm getting older and I'm not like 
emotional like I used to. <laughs> You're not emotional. Uh, I'm like, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm like Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. You know, very more mature, more calm and relaxed. And younger me was more like A New Hope, Luke Skywalker. But I want to go to Tossie Station to get some power converters. Interesting. Why can't the fucking Bengals beat the fucking Steelers? I'm going to throw my phone out of the window. Have you done that before? I threw it off the back porch. I just fucking chucked it as far as I could. I was so mad. It didn't break. What? It didn't have a case either. What caused that one? Do you remember we were playing Green Bay in 2013? And we go out to a great start, and then they blow it, and then they ended up winning the game. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, it was that game. It was like it was like after we like blew the lead. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good you yeah, don't well, do that anymore. Well, my dad teased me about it. I'm like, if we, if I didn't do that, maybe they won the one. <laughs> you deserve to be teased about that. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Good old memory. Yeah, but anyway, fin- yeah, finishing up. Yeah, college football. Uh, it's tough. You know, I think they'll. I think not. Not everybody leaves when this. A lot of a lot of players do. And you use a lot of commitments, but um, I think they'll still be fine. But it won't be as good as it was, and we got to thank, you know, Coach Fickle for sticking around as long as he did and being as good of a coach as he was because it was it was a really good run the last six years yeah it was yeah nick do you have anything else you want to go over nothing from me great all right so thank you very much for listening if you liked what we had to say please subscribe uh thank you very much and have a good rest of your day